Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Magic Mike. Now, this week in the hot seat, we have Marty Sanchez. Hi, Marty. Hey, and how are you doing today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm good, I'm good. So, Marty, you're calling from Miami um, today, am I right? I am. And yeah, it's 7 a.m. there, <laughs> am, I, am I right? It's 7 a.m. here, so you, if I'm not the most energetic person, <laughs> let's blame it on the time zone, not in me. <laughs> it's like a 12-hour time zone difference. And, you know, thank you so much for coming on the show. Now, Marty, you're the host of Podium Stories. Am I Correct. Right? Tell us more about the show, Podium Stories, how it started. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Podium Stories started um, out of necessity. So I am originally from Europe, from Spain. Um, I came to the States when I was 17. I had mm-hmm. uh, I came to play basketball in university. Uh, after four mm-hmm. years, I graduated. I started a job in finance. I hated it. 30 days later, I quit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was 20 years old. I had a six-figure job. Nice apartment, mm-hmm. nice car, and I, I quit everything because it didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And then I started my business. Uh, but as somebody who's raised in Spain, I had no network. I had no mentors, mm-hmm. no coaches, nobody that I could run ideas through. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that it was a big problem because I needed uh, to find a way to get help from other people. Um, mm-hmm. I had this idea of let's start a podcast interviewing people and use it as a way selfish way to get you know 30 okay. minutes of their time um, get to learn from them build relationships build my network mm-hmm. uh, potentially some of those guests can be interested in our services to provide uh, and i always say that it's probably been the best decision i've made as a ceo um, now i've grown to a network of you know 30 40 great high level ceos that I'd have no time um, or no way to get time in their calendar. But when you come with a podcast, it's the best excuse, uh, right? Of like getting 20, 30 minutes of the time. Um, so it started because I, like I said, I needed to grow my network and I had no mm-hmm. excuse. That was the, no excuse to get time in the calendar. Um, mm-hmm. Podcasting really changed my my business career. Mm-hmm. So you use, you're using podcasts as a, I would say, biz dev tool sort of get exactly. that meeting you know get 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 in front of that person let them get to know more about you and you know you build a relationship from there exactly yeah it, right. it's my, my way to uh, build relationships uh, at least it started at the beginning um mm-hmm. uh, now it, it's grown a little bit so you know mm-hmm. now it, it actually matters the content we put out but the first 10 15 episodes it was really look i'm struggling with sales let me right. get a sales expert Right, or yeah. I'm struggling with finances. Let me get somebody that knows about finances. Right, uh, right, right. It, it felt like coaching sessions that were mm-hmm. for free because I really had no money. And, and they came out to the meeting with, you know, con- free content that we created for them. Right. Uh, and with a podcast episode under their bells. Because um, it was a good conversation. Like I did a lot of research uh, to mm-hmm. make sure that I didn't waste their time. And that really helped us build very good relationships. Um, A lot of it got really personal. So we talked about things. I've talked about things like uh, the diet of the CEO dying uh, Mm -hmm. when he was a kid or how important moms were Mm -hmm. or going to jail. Uh, So like we've talked about really personal stuff that usually you don't talk to. And that helps create a very personal relationship. Um, It's really biz dev 
to me, it's more about like making friends and, and meeting cool people that eventually turns into business. So in a way, it's like a win-win situation for the guests and for you because for you, it's one, it's business. You get good stories out of that. Two, um, they get to share. They have a platform to share their um, stories, and also like um, it's it's in a way um, they they get to talk because I, I believe these are like you know top tier management. They don't, to be very honest, they don't really get the time to have a human conversation with you know meetings and all that. And through this podcast, they have that conversations with you. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Perfect. That's one hundred percent right. And I, I think what they what they saw from me mm-hmm. was somebody who was young, who mm-hmm. was very hungry, mm-hmm. uh, and who was prepared. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think you know these CEOs running multi million dollar agencies or companies. Um, when they see once they see a combination of that, I, I think they want to help. So mm-hmm. a lot of them have become mentors of mine, uh, coaches of mine. Because they, they thought that, you know, that I wanted it and that I was hungry mm-hmm. and, and that it was special for a 21-year-old to, you know, run a company and a podcast and all that. I don't mm-hmm. think it was special, but a, a lot of them have seen it like that and they've been like, how can I help? Like, I love right. what you're doing. Let me help. And and that's been relationships that have been going on now for years and they mm-hmm. all started for a podcast episode. That's nice. That's nice. So, podcast the podium stories Marty. what was your first mic setup and what is your current mic setup yeah the first mic setup was no mic so it was straight oh. out of zoom uh, okay like just jump on a call like raw like no nothing no mic um then i got a mic the cheapest one i could find um right. on amazon i don't even remember the brand mm-hmm. it was you know, one of those mics that i like 15, 10, 15 bucks. Um, right, right, right. It was better than the Zoom laptop, but I don't remember <laughs> what brand it was. Yep, yep. Um, yesterday, not yesterday, last year, uh, mm-hmm. we decided to upgrade to the Blue Yeti. Uh, nice, the Blue okay. Yeti mic. Um, so it's one that, what I really like about it is that it connects to the laptop uh, right. on a USB. Yep. Um, so you can carry it around. I mean, I'll show the, the ones in camera. Yeah. I'm sure that we c- there's something that I can do to make it sound better. Like mm-hmm. I can adjust it in things. Um, but for now, it's been really helpful. The connecting mm-hmm. USB, it's, it's super, super helpful. Um, other than that, um, I also write and record uh, hip-hop music on the side. Wow, okay. Uh, so we're looking at, you know, getting a better mic for that and potentially using it for the podcast. But as of right now, it's the Blue Yeti and I'm, I'm really happy about it. I mean, Blue Yeti um, for USB microphone is a pretty good top-notch um, microphone. I mean, um, you got to set it in, um, I think, dynamic mode, if I'm not wrong. It's like a, it's like a, I think it's set on that. When I saw that, when you lifted it up, I saw that it's yeah. set on that. So I think that's good. Um, you know, it, it, it's the, it, it does its, it sets the job for sure. Exactly. It, exactly. It, it's, it's better than the 10, $15 mic. That yeah. I can assure you. That I can assure and you. that was fine. Um, yep. But, you know, I, I think as the podcast grows, as the company grows, yeah. then you upgrade over time. But yep. I, I see a lot of people making mistakes of like buying super expensive equipment right away and then they quit a week later. Yep. Like I wasn't sure that I, this was the right choice. So I wasn't willing to invest 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started with nothing. Then when I was like, oh, there might be something here, I got the mm-hmm. $15 mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I was like, oh, this is great, I got the Blue Yeti because I really wanted to to invest a bit more. I mean, that that is like, a, even if you don't do podcasts, you, you can do other stuff with the Blue Yeti, like voiceover work. You, you said you went to music as well. So yeah. that, also, that also helps with that. Exactly. So, in in terms of editing then, you know, once you produce your part, do you use an external editor or do you edit it yourself? Yeah. So uh, one of the things we do for our clients um, mm-hmm. is uh, podcast editing and podcast creation. Uh, we, we don't do, do that as much anymore, but we still do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've kind of changed a bit the services that we provide. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have, <clears throat> excuse me, I have somebody on my team um, edit the podcast. Right. Uh, I asked them, we have a great process on Asana where after each podcast, I re- upload it to Google Drive mm-hmm. and he takes it from there, uh, edits it, and then creates content from it. I took the liberty to ask what tools he used. Right. Um, he mentioned that he uses DaVinci Resolve 16. Ah, okay. And it's an editing software um, and Adobe Illustrator for creating a podcast background, YouTube thumbnails, and all that stuff. Uh, We host a podcast on Zoom. Uh, We're looking at other ways to host it. I I know you use a Squadcast, so that might be something that we change to. Um, And other than that, we use Google Drive to keep files, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, organized. And we have Asana to have the project management of uh, how many podcasts we bring in, et cetera, et cetera. Gotcha. And do you book in the guests yourself or how, yeah, how do so you? Mostly I do it myself. Um, I have a virtual assistant that sometimes helps me, mm-hmm. uh, but often the way it works is I'll be on Twitter or LinkedIn, see a post from somebody that I think is interesting and say, hey, I want to bring in them in. Um, from there, um, I reach out. I have a couple templated messages that I use usually mm-hmm. um, to kind of save time a little bit. And I interview a very specific person. So usually our B2B CEOs of multi-million dollar companies, a lot of them are agency owners. Mm-hmm. So it's very specific to target persona of the podcast. Um, but usually I'm the one reaching out mm-hmm. and I try to use uh, Calendly to you know schedule meetings. That's a really time saver. Right, right, right. I completely agree. That sort of like, you know, you send them the link, they just book it in when they are free, you know. Yeah. Solves a lot. Um, so in terms of, um, editing, it's now done, um, I would say outsourced in that sense. It's, um, it's done outside. What about your hosting platform? Are you hosting it on anything special like a pod beam bus proud or, or like an anchor? Yeah. So, uh, we used anchor at the beginning. Uh, right, okay. I think we still use anchor. Um, we, again, we're not as experts as you are yeah. about podcast uh, producing. Uh, we were just. Um, trying to figure it out at the beginning. Uh, what we liked about Anchor was that it would republish across um, different platforms. Multiple platforms, yeah. Y- yeah, yeah. So, so that was really interesting for us um, and where we host all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking to potentially host in our own website or embedded, uh, but for right now, Anchor has been a good, simple, but effective solution to hosting the podcast. Completely agree. It's it's pretty straightforward. It's yeah. just upload, just there. Exactly. So so, um, Marty, in, in terms of this podcasting journey, you know, there's like the start where you know you with proper microphone, editing, hosting. 
the next step to this is actually promotion. How do you actually promote your podcast? And you know, what are some of the successes you have gotten from promoting yeah, your podcast? Yeah, of course. Um, so I, I think the first comment I want to make there is it, for us, it's not as important uh, how many views our podcast guests uh, gets. I have no idea how many views we get. Like, I have never checked in, in <laughs> three or four years. In, we might have a million listener podcasts. I have no clue. Uh, we might have zero. I also have no clue. I don't care. Because right, right, uh, right. the value of the podcast for me doesn't come from the listenership. It comes from the relationship, the relationship. that I build. Uh, so I, again, you know, I think listenership is, is more of a vanity metric than anything else. Uh, that said, obviously, you want to maximize the distribution of the podcast. Uh, the way we do it is through repurposing content from the episode. Right. Uh, so we uh, will create usually between 10 and 12 pieces of content from each mm-hmm. uh, episode that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, about six of them we'll publish ourselves and six of them we'll send to the ge- to the guest so that he can publish organically through his own social. Right. Uh, so we're turning you know, one 30 minute episode into two weeks worth of content uh, by going into the episode, looking for the best moments and highlights and turning them into either video content or written content Um, and then allowing the distribution of that to be how our podcast gets views and listens. Um, Because every post that we make will usually get about uh, two to 3,000 views uh, so if right. we're putting out 10 of them, that's exactly. 20,000 people that we're getting our, our podcast without exactly. getting to the podcast uh, at all, right? Yeah. Um, so the, the way I look at it is it's in a couple of different waves. So we'll mm-hmm. publish a big episode and we'll repurpose the content. The first wave mm-hmm. of content will go up. By right. up, I mean it's meant to link back to the big, large episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second uh, wave of content will go down. So it's right. not meant to promote the episode. It doesn't have a link to the episode or anything like that. It's meant to be straight out value for the audience right. Right. Um, and completely separated from the podcast. So that's how we see it. Um, and then we also give free content to the guests for them to promote through a Google Drive link uh, mm-hmm. for two reasons. One, we want to expand our audience. So if right. uh, you know Mike comes to the podcast and we sign he publishes three or four uh, posts from, from the podcast he, and he has, you know, a big audience on social Then we're benefiting mm-hmm. from him. Uh, and then second, because what we are at its core at the Influence Podium is a content creation agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do uh, some stuff in podcasting, but we, we create content. That's what we do. Uh, so we want to give them a free taste of what working with us looks like. Um, right, right. Okay. So just like when you go to a restaurant and they give you like free cheese, I mean, to a supermarket and they give you like free cheese that you taste and you're like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Let me buy the whole thing. Like a for sample, a, sample piece. A sample, it. right. Yeah. For us, we give them a sample of like, hey, don't you love this content? Then keep working. Like, let's talk about how we can work together. Yeah, uh, so yeah, yeah. Everything's really structured. Everything's really planned. Uh, and distribution for us comes from repurposing a lot of content um, and driving it back to the episode. and creating just straight up value content. So, Marty, what I'm understanding is actually you have a proper process, a, a fun, actually, I would use the word funnel here, a funnel which is properly processed that sort of actually um, leads back 
into biz dev. So exactly. podcasting as a biz dev and the funnel that's properly processed. Hundred uh, percent. I mean, we, we take it very seriously. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we have everything very documented and and process based. Mm-hmm. And the way I look at it is, uh, when it comes to content repurposing, is um, the main episode is like getting married with somebody. Like having someone listen to you for sixty minutes yeah. is a big commitment nowadays. Right. Right. Um, so in most cases, that's not going to happen, right? You only get married once. I mean, my dad got married two or three times, but that's just him. Usually you only get married once. once. Uh, but the good thing is you can go on as many dates as you want. And then the right. content repurposing that are one minute, two minute clips for LinkedIn, for Twitter, for Instagram, uh, those are like small dates. When you mm-hmm. take people on small dates enough, then they're willing to listen to the whole episode. Right. Uh, so, so that's how we think about, you know, why we want to create smaller pieces of content to support the large piece of content because we the consumption of them are, are very different. Right, right. So, you know, this has been very insightful. So, Marty, I just want to ask you something about the apps which are coming out in 2021 because I have a hypothesis that 2021, podcasting is going to be made much more easier. So, one of the apps that, you know, we wanted to cover was like Anchor, for example. It's been around for some time, but it's been getting traction a lot, especially in the past year. Another one is Clubhouse. Um, have you used Clubhouse? Uh, I've used it a little bit. Um, yeah. So I I was not the first wave of people that came in, but I was pretty early on. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like the audio aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I don't like how the consumption of it is so present. So presence. So you have to be very involved um, right. to be on Clubhouse. Um, it, it, to me, it's not a daily thing. So it, I, I have three or four shows that I like that they do like weekly episodes on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will attend those because maybe they're run by my friends or they're, I, they're personally interesting. Um, but it's not a social media platform that I will visit on a daily basis when I have five minutes of spare time. I'm going to Twitter so, or LinkedIn for that. Um, so, so it's Club, a bit different how so I can Clubhouse, Clubhouse, you would say it's like Instagram in that sense. It's it's an it's a social media app, but it's not something you would want to visit um, every day. Yeah, so I I think of it more as like like a podcast live podcast live podcasting type of thing uh, okay. where I personally don't listen to podcasts every day. Uh, but if there's a podcast that I like when they put out an episode, I will listen to it. Uh, so on clubhouse, like my friend Jay, he runs this club on pod, uh, clubhouse called uh, marketers under 30. Right. And I, I love him and I love talking to other mar- young marketers. So every Thursday at 7 PM, I'll join. But <laughs> To me, it's more of like a conference, online conference or an online um, Zoom meeting than a a social media platform. So I'll join it on Thursday, 7 p.m. But other than that, I won't join um, because I'm busy. I'm doing stuff. Um, So so that's one issue that I I have with Clubhouse. Like, I wonder how much consumption will Mm -hmm. stay relevant as, you know, we can get out of the house and we can... You know, start doing other stuff. Will we still prioritize mm-hmm. that? I'm not sure. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. Gotcha, Marty. This was a very 
insightful story. It was a very enjoyable story. You know, the process, the funnel. That was very, very, very insightful. So a couple of last questions to ra- wrap it up. So this is just a very quick round by a question. If I give you these three options, which do you think is the most important for podcasting and podcast shows? SEO, good content, good audio quality. You just got to answer. Just got to give me one. Yeah. Uh, to me, good content uh, trumps everything. Um, gotcha. If you're saying the right things, mm-hmm. the audience will, be, will come eventually. Right? I think you have to distribute it. Probably the most important would be good content and the good content that's a purpose so that you can distribute it. Um, but production value, obviously, while I think it's important, mm-hmm. I think it takes second place to what you're saying. Uh, so we tend to overthink how good our production needs to be uh, versus how good our content really is. Right? Like mm-hmm. your podcast doesn't get, it's not getting a thousand listeners every episode, not mm-hmm. because your mic is in the blue Yeti, it's because mm-hmm. you're not saying some interesting enough things or you're not distributing it right. Uh, so I think content matters um, because it's also the hardest to change, right? right. You can change your mic tomorrow um, and you can hire a better sound engineer tomorrow. Um, but but it's very good. hard to change the value yeah, that you're providing to the, to the audience. Uh, so that's where I would focus on the most. Right. Um, I'm willing to listen to a podcast with bad audio. I'm not willing to listen to a podcast with bad that content. is boring and it's not helping me get better or entertaining me or whatever the value of the podcast is meant to be. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mari, final question. I know it's 7am there, 7.30am now. Um, before this, I asked you, you know, did you have breakfast? You said no. So usually I ask this question, what do you had for breakfast this morning? My question to you is, what are you planning to have for breakfast this morning? Uh, so I'm almost out of food right now, which isn't great because I, I think I need to go grocery shopping. I right. think I have three eggs and two pieces of toast. So I'm having that, uh, not because I want to, but because <laughs> that's all that's I have left. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to be having in the next 10 minutes. Perfect. Perfect. So Mari, thank you so much for coming on Magic Mike and you know, thank you for sharing your insights to us and hopefully the listeners also have a good listen to this uh, episode. Uh, it was my pleasure. Man, I, I appreciate you bringing me, bring me in. Um, hopefully this is valuable, but uh, I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you, Mari. Cheers.